This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders, and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Jeff Galloway, and you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 189 of the Runny Drink Podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. It's back, baby. We are back. It is back. It is back. It is the Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend. 2021. And we are covering it on this week's show. We're yes. not covering the whole thing. Part of it. Part of it. This is not our first race that we've gone back to traveling and going to oh, no. by any stretch. But for Everybody- some reason, this felt like a homecoming. Everybody who listens to the show knows our first major race was, hey, let's spend like a whole day in an airplane to get to Alaska to run that race back live. And it it felt like a homecoming. But this also felt, you are right, very much like a homecoming. Yeah, we have a special affinity for Run Disney, of course, this being one of the first Mm -hmm. races that we ever did. But yeah, getting back to it, getting back out there, and we're going to be talking all about the 5K specifically this week. And I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but we're just so excited to be covering this race finally and getting to share that with all of you. Mm. And of course, if we're doing a Run Disney race, especially the Wine and Dine Mm. you know we're going to have some killer food and drink to go along with it. Of course. So we do have a bunch of great stuff coming to you guys this week on the show from the Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend and the Walt Disney World or Epcot Food and Wine Festival 2021. Yes. And it's not like the taste of. that. None of the branding said the taste of. It was 2021 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Yes. I didn't even notice that. It's all in the pictures. I didn't. That didn't even register for me. The I'm literally sitting here with my, I'm slack jawed and she's showing me a photo. You're absolutely right. It was... Mm-hmm. Like we said, it was back. Mm-hmm. And it didn't even dawn on me to look for that. Yeah. Wow. It's great. It is great. It feels good. So, yes, that's what you got to look forward to on this week's show. Um, but first, yeah, we do have some shout outs. Some serious some, shout outs. Uh, yes. Very serious shout outs. First of all, Jessica as in Harley Running Gal on Instagram, and JoJo Positively Polly One on Instagram. They ran in Savannah this past weekend. They 
did the half marathon despite the marathon being canceled? Yes. The marathon, as I understand, was canceled due to inclement weather. Mm -hmm. And that is going to factor in somewhat to our coverage of the show because they were experiencing Mm -hmm. the same cold front we were experiencing. We were all in it together virtually. Yes. Sort of. (laughs) Yes. They just experienced it first, being a little bit north of us. True enough. Very true. They both completed the Savannah Rock and Roll Half Marathon, and JoJo decked out as the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk for St. Jude. That was such a cute costume. I saw photos on social media. What a great way to represent the green and the purple. And yeah, just It was great. It made me think of my love for the Incredible Hulk and Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno. Oh, you're going old school. Back in my childhood. Everybody goes, I love Bill Bixby. Or they go, I love Mark Ruffalo. And there's a couple of them that tend to get left out. No one's yearning for the Eric Bana days. No one's no, no one's really loving on the Ed Norton Hulk. No. I mean, just, just saying. I understand their, I appreciate their takes on the characters, but those were not my favorite no. interpretations. No. Clearly. <laughs> but... That's not all. We do have a bunch more of you from the Runcation Nation out there running and doing some amazing stuff. Susie, she is just totally killing it. She did the historic drawbridge half. And Fun Size Jen and James Miller, who is also known as James Miller Loves to Run. Oh, yeah. Did the OC Orange Crush 5k and half and they got a bonus medal so it was all it was like the challenge and jen was at disneyland to do metal pictures and she took them in cars land and posted on instagram and james posted his pictures on instagram just was great to see that it really was and there were i don't even know we could probably take up the whole show with members of the runcation nation who joined us this past weekend at the Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend. Yeah, we had Robert Ontiverios and family. We had Meg and Brian. We had of Main Street Miles, Meg. Anna runs on coffee. We had, we know, we didn't see him actually, but we had of Be Our Guest podcast fame, Mr. Mike Rallman. And many more. We tried to catch as many of y'all on social media as we could if we couldn't catch you in person. Mm. Congratulations. I thought it felt so good to be back. Yes, it's true. And we scour social media for everybody and anybody that we can shout out. If you specifically want a shout out, because we tend to miss things. We're 24 hours in a day and day jobs and life life in general so we don't ever mean to leave anybody out so everybody who was at wine and dine congratulations and if you specifically want us to shout you out on the show or know somebody who should be shouted out yes if you're shy you don't want to shout yourself out but you want to celebrate someone else email us at info at runeatdrink.net that's info at runeatdrink.net yes or or you could call and leave us a message at 941-677-2733. 941-677-2733. And now on with the show. Indeed. Let's talk running. 
It, it's something we haven't done it this weekend ever. No, this was a first for us. Mm-hmm. We the only other five k, if I'm if I remember correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, our only other five k at a run Disney event at all was the Spider-Man 5K out in California, if I'm not correct. Do you count the Expedition Everest 5K? Do you count that one, that nighttime race that they're bringing back with a springtime surprise? Because we did that several years. Well, we've done that. Yeah, we did that one for several years. I don't count that one because it's such an oddball event. It stands on its own. It's not part of a bigger weekend like a, a bigger weekend of distances, I should say. Marathon weekend or Princess or Wine and Dine or any of the California races that have sadly been retired. Yeah, and that, that was what I was meaning by that. We've never done any of those other than Spider-Man. Expedition Everest aside. Right. Because it's its own thing. Because Expedition Everest 5K is a it's a 5K event plus oh. a, a scavenger hunt. Do you, which is super cool. And I'm like, Disney oh registrations in December I I don't know I know I don't know what I was gonna say do you remember the Dick Sporting Goods 5k oh you know what before the podcast even started you're okay you yes that was just like this one Mm -hmm. one year one-off oddball race that they they in hollywood studios at hollywood studios we did do that when i the expo was entirely outdoors yeah i forgot all about that okay it's not our only 5k so i don't it wasn't it it, it, again not part of a larger larger race race weekend weekend. so aside from these weird oddball 5ks we've (laughs) never done any run disney 5ks that's true yeah but we did I mean, this one. We did this one live. We did. And there's so much to talk about. Let's kind of recap. And then we do have some audio that we recorded live from the course we want to share with everybody as uh-huh. well. But let's talk about the expo a little bit. The expo, it was broken down very similarly to what it had been in the past in terms of your bib pickup being in one building at uh, ESPN Wild Wide World of Sports, and then your T-shirt and Expo goodies, and the actual Expo floor being in another building, and then the and then merchandise the merch, being in a separate building, a whole a third location, which I think is good to space out crowds. It it was very good for traffic flow. Yeah. Uh, that was very good. Mm-hmm. The entire weekend, Friday and Saturday, terrible weather. Yeah. Thur- Thursday was no picnic either, really. But Friday and Saturday, not great weather mm. down here in Florida. And more on that when we talk about getting our stuff and then heading to the car from the expo. But plenty of stuff on the floor. Not the most crowded or the most exhibitors we've ever seen. So I would say it no. was a little bit scaled back. Yeah. We've been there in years past where you had three different long rows in that whole building of booth to booth to booth to booth to booth. Yes. And it was on either side of that whole lane. And then in the middle on either side. And then on the other side, it was two facing expo booths. Yep. All the way down the row. With big, re- like, makeshift retail setup for, like, New Balance. And we've try seen. Try on. With a try on. Clothing. Yes. Too. This was not quite that. They did have a large retail presence from Fit to Run. 
Yes. They did have some new sponsors and some returning sponsors. They did have some, some new booths. stuff. Expo booths. They had the Bone Conduction headphones. The Aftershocks. The Aftershocks big was a big sponsor. sponsor. They also had some new merchandise there in terms of uh, there were some heating pads that mm-hmm. you that use a chemical reaction to generate heat, like like uh, chemical heat warmers, but mm-hmm. larger. Yeah. They had... Uh, like those hand warmers some people have. Yes. Yeah. They had uh, another booth that had a massage gun mm-hmm. that is a new a new sponsor to the event, or a new exhibitor new in the exhibitor. expo. Excuse yeah. me, not a sponsor. Yeah. Um, a day, I believe, is what yes. it's called. Yes. So there was some new stuff there, um, t- just... I, I thought it was a very well-stocked expo, even though it didn't have as much as it did in the past. I thought that it yeah, had quite a lot. Yeah, you could still pick up things if you forgot them. Compression sleeves. Tons of that. There were places to get socks and gels and skirts and shirts and just, yeah. But Boulder, who we love. Boulder Athletic. They they were there, but it was just a smaller presence. Yes. A smaller presence. And I think that maybe run disney went a little conservative in the number of exhibitors they were going to allow on the floor and the size of the booths they were going to allow on the floor if i had to guess i'm not we don't have insider info yeah i don't know but i'm just thinking this is our first one back this is our first let's roll out slowly agreed and make sure everything is going to be the way we want it to be as we ramp the events back up. Yeah. Now, Jeff Galloway. He was there. He was there. Yeah. And returned uh, for the event. He was on the floor mm-hmm. as an exhibitor. And he was, I believe he came out to the half. He did. But he he said he was going to, He yes. didn't run it. No. What was absent was the speaker series. I didn't yeah. see anything at all. They didn't mm-hmm. have anything set up in the speaker area on the no. second floor. They did, however, have the cafeteria area and that ESPN cafeteria area. That was wide open. That was open for business. Yes. And they were rocking and rolling. Plenty Mm -hmm. of people dining. And Impossible had a booth. And they had Impossible entrees up there in that whole restaurant cafeteria area where we've eaten pasta. Yes. Pre-race before. Yeah, that looked like uh, new offerings. Like tacos and pasta just i wanted to try them i I was curious to see how the food offerings changed now that impossible was actually being offered as a as a food option or an ingredient it was awesome and some of their stuff and yeah they actually had one of the bigger exhibitor booths Mm -hmm. they also had uh, a new exhibitor there called athletic brewing company we're going to be talking about them on an upcoming episode yay and you may see some information about them in an upcoming live so Mm -hmm. stay tuned yeah but it was it was nice to see the the crowd in there. the The thing that you had to remember was in, in inside spaces, you had to wear a mask. Yes. Other than that, there was no other precautions that they were really enforcing or taking. So the social distancing was not really a thing. People were no people were milling about and just uh-huh. putting their masks on. Yeah, seemed like business was pretty brisk on the floor. Mm-hmm. I didn't really feel like it was poorly attended from what no, we saw very well attended i i, I it, it felt i would say it felt like 90 percent normal yeah the only thing odd was the the lack of the speaker series and the having to wear masks yeah and lack of the speaker series also meant 
lack of the tables that were set up to, for people to make signs. Yes. Yeah. As well. So cheer squads. Ear. Cheer. Cheer. Yes. Squads. I, yeah. Yeah. And I the shirts, they are the same, very similar material as the the ones at the very last race we attended. That that same material. Yeah, it's the 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 shirts, the race shirts are of course a moisture wicking material. Yeah. This is not the same vendor that they've used in no. years past. They've gone away from, I believe it was Champion was their I think so. one of their original uh, shirt vendors that they used. Mm-hmm. I don't know who the company is now. In fact, I know one of the shirts actually had Nightmare Before Christmas branding in yeah. the tag. It didn't actually have, I couldn't see a company. The shirt fit was a little better than, than I think the previous race that we went to in terms of size being true to size. The for me, I thought that the fit and finish of the shirts was not the best that's been in years past. I think it was a little itchy for me. Yeah, this is they have they have had better material. So and I hate to say that I, it was a bright color for the five k. The five k was was like a a goldenrod yellow mm, yeah. uh, color. So it's a nice. You're for, not a yellow fan, no. as we're going to hear as we're going to hear in the audio from it's the nice, race course. It's nice for visibility. Yes, but I didn't. I don't really. It's not my color. Yeah, and then of course I mentioned Nightmare Before Christmas. So we're going to talk about them in the the 10K shirts and the half marathon shirts. Oh uh, yeah, you know they gravitated more towards stuff from Nightmare Before Christmas. Oogie Boogie was one of the other villains, mm-hmm. and uh, Jack Skellington. Yeah, and so. for the 5K, it's the Evil Queen. Yes. And I was, I just, I loved that. I loved that. So nice choice of villain for the 5K. Absolutely. So let's talk, speaking of 5K, let's talk about the course, the strategy, and this, we've already started talking about swag a little bit. Oh, yeah. Of course, the, the, when you go for packet pickup, you get the bib. Mm Mm-hmm. I think the bibs were gorgeous. Yes. Full color. You can't They're made of that material that's going to make it through the race. And it's a good thing. Yeah. Because it was a wet race it was. this year. It was. Uh, the any any other swag in the bag that you could think of? I mean, really the same same exact pickup as normal. You go, mm-hmm. you go, you get your your packet. Then you go into the expo hall to get your shirts, and then they give the you the the big plastic mm-hmm. bag with the drawstring. And then um, people were giving away things that you could put in the bag, but the bags just the the just bags the shirts. were yeah. And the, so you could house the shirt and the bib. So let's talk about the course. Oh, break it down for everybody. Oh, I know that we do that on the on the live recording that we did. Yeah, on the five k. But I would say you got to park. Oh, the parking situation or the bus situation would take you straight to Epcot. Yeah, this and that is, is the start and finish. This is the only one where you park and you, you you park at where you start and finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you don't have to get bus to a different location. Yeah. So that because it's a nice. shorter distance, so that makes sense. Yeah, it's basically a a parking lot lap and then a lap around the world showcase. That's Indeed, a, a little bit expanded, and we're going to talk about that in the live audio from the course Mm -hmm. we did have a good bit of rain there was a cold front moving through friday and saturday we got temperatures down into the 50s we did down here which is chilly for florida my goodness and when coupled with the rain that made for a pretty 
uncomfortable run and then the wind on top of that cold and wet but it wasn't quite as bad like we mentioned at the top of the show the race up in uh up in savannah was canceled due to f- concerns over people the getting ma- the marathon the marathon was. was canceled over concerns of people getting hypothermia yeah so yeah, yeah. Mm. pretty rough there so we had it bad they had it worse yeah but i think we ought to let people hear us talk about scenes and sights and sounds from yeah. the race course what do you think yeah let's go all right here we are coming to you live from the 5k hey runcation nation it's dana and amy from the runny drink podcast at runnydrink.net and we are coming to you live from the race course at the epcot wine and dine 2021 5k yes the villain of choice is the evil queen that's the theme of the race yes uh, with your favorite shirt today uh no today's today's the race shirts are yellow for yeah. the 5k i don't like yellow amy's not a fan i'm not saying you know if you like yellow more power to you it's just not my color yeah okay so um <laughs> we are coming up on mile one and let's ring the weather bell yeah ding ding it's <laughs> it's raining as we speak yeah we are runners. everybody's out here in ponchos. We are wearing some custom-made. They are uh, rain ponchos, disposable rain ponchos. So fancy. Uh, they're custom-fitted as well because these were trash bags that we got from janitorial at the Hilton. At three in the morning. <laughs> at three in the morning. And kids just elbow checked Amy as they were running past her. So, yeah. Um, what do you think so far? Uh, first mile. Okay, well, the start was great. Carissa was great. She was dressed up as the evil queen. Her sidekicks were... I mean, she makes it. Let's just be... She's the personality. Serious. Yeah. Yeah. She is. So the start was great. The fireworks were mini. 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 M-I-N-I. Not M-A-N-Y. Right. And I don't know if that's because of the rain or because of... The number of uh, waves they're doing. Or because they want to ramp up to the half. True. With bigger ones, depending. Or maybe a combination of all three. I don't know. But yeah, the fireworks were basically like like six or eight Roman candles going off. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. So, I... This first mile is just around the parking lot at Epcot. So, it's... It's a t- I think it's a good time for people to kind of find their stride. Of course, the first mile is always a liar, so yes. it's good not to have maybe the uneven terrain of a park right off the bat. Also true. Yeah, this is all parking lot and taking us through the construction or the staging for construction behind the new attraction they're building over by Test Track. Yeah. So... Yes. And there are, what, two minutes between waves? Yes, there are two minutes between waves or starts or whatever they're calling them. Oh, yeah. And uh, they did a total of three corrals. Were there just three? Just three corrals. And then they broke each corral. Yeah. They're numbered instead of letters. Yeah. Minor differences from, you know, previous ones, but... And we're coming up on the first character stop. 
Yeah, first character stop is, is before mile one, and you've got a nice line of people doing it. When you said we were almost to mile one, and it's like a spooky tree and oh, a—it's so it's more, it's more of a vignette, I guess. So. But yeah, some of these costumes out here are just fantastic. I do feel for people. What did you say? They're fantastic, but I feel for people who wore really absorbent costumes, well, or a lot of less like moisture-wicking, or yeah, or uh, face paint yes. because. It's it's not storming right now, but it's a steady drizzle. Yeah, it's just rainy enough to keep you from being comfortable. And we don't have thunder and lightning, so that's good. That is good. So we've been at Run Disney races where that's happened. Yeah, that was a special run. So uh, we'll give you guys uh, an update as we head into uh, the World Showcase and around. So uh, we'll be back. Okay, so we are now coming into the World Showcase. We've gone kind of around behind the scenes, seeing the electrical plant here for Epcot from Reedy Creek Electrical Services. And as we enter the World Showcase, we're coming right on the side of the, of the big Mexican temple, the ziggurat. And the, if you ever go over like next to the temple for what used to be the character stop for character photos. And we are on the World Showcase as we speak. We've already passed mile one. And this is the part, I think, and I'm talking too much, so Amy will chime in. This I'm sorry, is the part. I just couldn't see it was really dark. It, it, it is. It, it, it's dark out here. But it's really like, I mean, the, the path is dark. But the, uh, the place is lit up. It's gorgeous. So you're, it's like running in Epcot at night right now. What are you thinking? It's beautiful. I love the little, the, what they have out on the water that say the 50th for the, the little stages for fixtures out there in the water for the 50th anniversary. And, uh, I just, I love that the countries are all lit up, like you can see, you know when it's, you can tell it's the UK, you can tell, you know, France, it's Iceland, beautiful. yeah. Beautiful. So. Yeah, so right now we're heading towards China. And it does remind me of a nighttime race here, the way it used to, used to be. Well, with them doing the 5 a.m. start, I mean, and they were literally on the dot 5 a.m. Yeah. with the start today. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the chair athletes went a little bit before that, and I was glad. Yeah. With the rain and everything, I'm sure it's challenging. Oh, I'm sure. And, and you know, we we always joke. We're like, yeah, they're done with their 5K by the time we, we get to the start line. But, yeah, I hope that the uh, race course, um, I hope that the, the conditions were, were good for them. So... So it looks like Genghis Khan, or character from Mulan, is another character stop they have here. I haven't seen Mulan, so I can't really speak with any any authority on the characters. I, I don't know either. So, all right, well, we'll check in at uh, mile two, everybody. 
quick check-in. We are at the first and I believe the only water stop for the race, and it's just before mile two. And it is the only water stop confirmed. And we are behind, we're in the backstage area behind uh, Morocco. The volunteers have been amazing. Getting a, getting a chance to get back out here and do this. They're, I think they're as excited to be volunteering as we are to be running. Sorry, I was drinking water. The uh, the Skyliner's running. Yeah. So they're probably doing the pre-hour, pre-park opening testing to make sure everything's good. I'm sure. Well, my question would be, of course, we didn't stay on property, but I don't know if the Skyliner ran anybody. I doubt it. Oh, I do too. It smells amazing. Oh, yeah. We're in the back of... Uh... Remy. Yeah. yeah, we're we're coming in. It looks like we're coming we're back in France. by France, and we're behind the new Remy ride, the Ratatouille. Uh, Remy's something or another. I don't know. Again, we're a Disney adjacent podcast. We're not a Disney podcast. Mark. We do our best. Mark Valentine's probably just shaking his head. He's gonna pull my Disney car. All right, so we'll check back in after mile two. <laughs> Okay, so post mile two check-in, Aim. Well, we're here between France and the UK, or, you know, England, if you will. I can't do an accent, you know what I'm saying to you. Uh, there was a water stop before we entered back into the World Showcase at uh, Remy's. And... Um, there was a little congestion right there uh, at a character stop. Yeah, that takes you back into a section of France I didn't even know existed. Right in France, yeah. It was kind of it was a narrow part of the course. Very. So. Yeah, lots of uh, photographers. Yes. I'll say that. I don't know how they're going to be able to tell in all these ponchos who we are. That's going to make the it's going to be a challenge for the AI to to do the. I mean, automatic number like, detection uh, well I don't I don't even know if through our fabulous clear plastic garbage bags how they're gonna be able to tell for us but we're gonna look into offering uh, rolls of disposable runny drink podcast ponchos it's a, a new thing who knew <laughs> that we could you know find an idea for more merch on the website like that uh, but I don't know. It's uh, we've come in and out, in and out of the world showcase. Yeah, like right Which now is, we're walking. What's this called? The World Gateway or Gateway to the World? Uh, the International Gateway. International Gateway. Yeah. By the by the uh, Skyliner uh, station. station. Yeah. So we're we're out, we're actually heading out towards the the. Epcot uh, Resort area. Yeah, over at the boardwalk. Yeah, so but then you, club, yacht club. But then you, once you get out here, you make an immediate right to go back into the park. Yeah, so we don't, and I haven't even looked at the 10K course, so I don't know if we get there or not. So but, what they're uh, basically doing is just adding a little bit of distance. Yeah. We're kind of weaving in and out of the world showcase. And I don't know how you feel about that. Um, well, you're certainly seeing parts of the park that you didn't before. Exactly, it's new. So, 
I like that. I mean, we've been through this part right here. This is normally how you enter the World Showcase during the half marathon. The way we just came from the bird, so, you know, it's uh, definitely different. I would say the only thing to, that people looking to do this one might want to watch out for on inclement weather days like this. The surfaces can be really slick. a little tricky in certain areas, yeah. I'm just trying to be super careful. And as well lit as the park is, there are areas where the path itself is not very well lit. So like your uh, smartphone flashlight is a good thing. That is a very good idea. In places where you can't really see as you're coming in and out of the world showcase. Those are kind of dark areas. Yeah, I would say this absolutely would not warrant a headlamp of any kind. Oh no. But your Why smartphone. Why would you want that in your photos too? Yeah, your smartphone's broken. Yeah. So. so. All right, we'll check in after mile three yeah. or at the end. Mile three check-in. Yeah? Talk to us, Aim. Well, we're backstage. We're somewhere backstage. We're literally right by the Guardians of the Galaxy construction yeah. site. Yeah. So. And we're heading out to the parking lot to the finish line. We are. So this part looks familiar. Uh, what can I say? I, I'm soaked. <laughs> uh, I'm so, so sorry. sorry. I've watched this entire thing. I don't know. I wish the weather had been better. Agreed. Yeah. And uh, the course is kind of like a in, out, in, out of the park. So that was interesting. We're taking a selfie at mile three. So never mind that licensed music you hear playing in the background. That is not us. So we can see the finish line. We're here. I mean, we're literally like a hundred yards away. A hundred yards away. And they still have you snaking through like sidewalks. It's uh, this is a kind of an odd placement of the path to the finish line. But all in all, it's good to be back, I think. Yeah. All right, let's go cross this finish line. Yeah. Okay, so we've crossed the finish line. We have our, watch your step. We have our medals. We have our bottles of water and we are walking back out to the pre-race party area. Oh boy. Aim, give us your final thoughts on the race. Uh, it was wet, it was dark, it was rainy. It was great to be back. So all of those things, all at once, that's how I feel about this particular run Disney race, this comeback. It's a villain's theme. So a villain or several villains conspired to give us an evil course. It did indeed. Now they have changed things up a little bit. They've moved where the snack boxes are handed up. And the bananas, thank you. It's not a Disney race until you have a snack box and a banana. And we're going to head out to the to the party area. We'll break down what's in the Run Disney box this year. <laughs> Just so everybody is aware. I mean, Can we eat all this? 
I doubt it. I'm sure that there's going to be some non-plant-based stuff in here, but we'll, we'll give it a shot. Um, I do like the fact that they have a big refrigerated truck with dole on the side, so you know the bananas are fresh. Yeah. I wish that it was full of Dole Whip so Ooh. we could, you know, have that. Post-race Dole Whip. Uh, one nice thing, you finish the race, you come out here. They actually have, you know, a really great setup for gear check if you want to do your gear check. They also have post-race beverages out here, so you can get uh, Playa Linda beer. And I will have to go check and see what other offerings they have. Uh, photo opportunity. You know, it's it's a it's a nice area. And if you weren't able to get your photo beforehand you can do that and of course you can do your post-race porta potty run so um yeah there's plenty to offer out here my thoughts on the race as we are going to finish this out for this segment of the show is that it was a lot of fun this was a quintessential run disney event they can't help the rain but they did the best that they could given the conditions and it is phenomenal to be back to see the sights to see the characters the costumes your fellow runners everything just screamed good time disney magic and we are thrilled that run disney is back so with that that finishes up our run segment of the show it's time to go get something to eat so right as you ended the recording, we were out at the finish area, the porta potties, or you know the, what is that's not the fancy word for them. I'm sure that's whatever. Uh, well, if you're at a if you're at a Renaissance festival, it's the privies. Okay, we were out at the privies. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And thank you, Mister Vocabulary, <laughs> for that. I like that better. We were out at the privies and I was having my post-race banana from the box, which was back and had the tortilla chips, the cheese, sunflower seeds, and uh, goldfish graham crackers. So I I was enjoying the banana while you were taking your turn with the in the privies and I all of a sudden hear coming up from behind me I'm so fangirling right now and I I turn around and I'm thinking she's got a mis- she's got a mistaken me for for someone else I don't know maybe it's the hair the tuft of curls or I don't know <laughs> well says, those are hard to mistake she says I I can I get a picture with you I listened to your podcast and you helped me get through the pandemic. And her name was Holly. And it was just, it was such a great moment. Almost made you cry. I I couldn't, I was speechless. I didn't, I wanted to ask her, how did you find us during the pandemic? Because I always want to know how we can reach more people with our show and grow our runcation nation. But she, her husband came out and 
we were all talking about the race and the run and they had come up and they had stayed the whole week prior and what a great way to done the parks. That's the way to do it. And that's the way to cap it off, do the 5k and then head home. And, and we got the picture with them, which is a part of the episode artwork. And it, it just, it, it was a great experience. I've, I don't know another time at the finish of a race where we've been recognized for the show. No, and I think for uh, for me by a complete stranger, not not a meetup. And for me, I think hearing somebody say that we helped them get through the pandemic with the show, I think that was probably the one of the best yeah. birthday presents for the weekend that I could have gotten. And we we just we do this as, you know, a labor of love mm-hmm. and and we like sharing with people and connecting with people and to know that we may have helped somebody in some small way. Yeah. And and her husband was very kind and saying the same thing. He goes, "Yeah, we wouldn't be here if it weren't for you." Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you meant that as good or bad I, I, after that rain. Oh, I know. And the run yeah, and the we cold. Were all soaked and freezing, but yeah. but it was it was just a, a great moment. So Holly, thank you very much. Yeah. Reach out to us, message us on social. We want to make sure that we connect and and just thank you for taking the time yeah. to come up to us and say hi. I it think means that was a lot. that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So like we always say, yes. You know, after a run, we work up quite an appetite. We do. Now, we're going to break down the contents of the snack box because the snack box are is back, really? baby. We are. Are you serious? I am totally serious. Okay. We, we've right. got that. We recorded okay. that live as well. People, la- uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a supersized episode. Just want you to know. <laughs> we're going to break down the contents of that, and then we're going to take you on a tour of the 2021 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Yes, because we got to experience some great vegan or what they call plant-based options. So we we toured the World Showcase. We sought out some amazing food options that happen to be plant-based. Yes. The stuff that we're going to tell you about, you will love whether you're a plant-based eater or not. I think so. And I'm excited to bring all of this to you. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about the snack box. Okay. Let's go with the hot takes from the 2021 Epcot Food and Wine Festival. Okay, Runcation Nation, we are here at the Epcot Food and Wine Festival, and we are at Earth Eats. Earth Eats. This is, as you're entering the World Showcase, kind of on the left-hand side over by the land, and this is the this is the kiosk that has all of the impossible options, right, Aim? Yes. Uh, they added a new option this year, but we opted for the Impossible Burger Slider. Yes. So we have the Impossible Burger Slider, although there is a chili option as well. Three bean chili. Mm-hmm. It's a little warm for three bean chili still. It's, it's yeah. almost pushing 90 degrees out here right now. It's and, beautiful, yeah. but it's warm. And they have uh, spiced apple t- uh, twinnings. Yeah, twinnings tea. Of London chai tea. And you can get it with or without alcohol, and we're opting without. Uh-huh. And it's served with a cinnamon stick. Oh, it's very cinnamon, and it is sweet. It is sweet. Okay, so let me see here. Mmm. Okay, that actually reminds me almost of an apple cider. Yeah. Uh, like a 
like and it's iced. Yeah, it's so. it's. Think of making an apple cider, um, Arnold Palmer, mm-hmm. basically, mm. without get, without alcohol. Do you get the lemon? Uh, no, but I mean, instead of lemonade, you're doing apple cider and tea. Yeah, that's kind of what I see. what that reminds me of. Yeah. So, I like it. Now the the burger slider itself is kind of an Asian twist. This has a wasabi cream. And a spicy slaw topping the burger, and it is Ooh. it is a little handheld burger. It's adorable. <laughs> um, you just took a bite. What do you think? Mm. Right away, I get the wasabi. A lot of, and it's not tickling your nose kind of wasabi where you can't really. You're like, oh, I'm going to get, like, you know how you get... It's not going to clear your sinuses. Yeah. Or you know how you get, like, a, a, a brain freeze from mm. a... It's not like that. It's subtle, but it's the first flavor that I pick up. And then the bread and the burger and the arugula, the spiciness of the arugula. I'm also really enjoying the slaw. The slaw mm-hmm. is, you know, this is like a... I want to say it's a cabbage and, well... I think it's just exclusively like cabbage, carrot, like a traditional slaw, but it's got like an Asian dressing on it. Yeah. That's really nice. A little bit of, maybe a little bit of soy, a little bit of ginger kind of thing happening Yeah, I get ginger. But uh, the burger, Mm. again, they've done such a great job. These burgers, if you just handed me this, I would never know it's an impossible burger. Oh, thank you. Oh, yay. So, they've cooked it well. That's the testament. Yeah. To yeah. the burger. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is a nice bite. Uh, mm. This one comes in right at six bucks. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is that a poblano or is that a green pepper? It's some sort, and it's in the slaw. It's some sort, maybe like a bell pepper. Maybe it's a bell pepper, yeah. I don't get a whole lot of heat Very finely julienne. Mm-hmm. I really like this. So I would do it again. One hundred percent. This is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I would actually do an entire like full size burger prepared like this. Mm-hmm. And I like that they chose a thicker sesame seed bun. I was going to say this bun is great because then all the nice flavors and toppings don't slide out of the burger. Exactly. Great mm-hmm. pick. Mm. Come over here to Earth Eats. Very nice. It's a weird name with a great menu. Okay, Runcation Nation, we are working our way around the Epcot Food and Wine Festival 2021, and we have stopped off at a relative newcomer called the Noodle Exchange. Mm -hmm. This is a a new addition to the Food and Wine Festival, established 2021 is what it says on the sign, and we are actually having pho. This is kind of a cool spot. It's like a little noodle house, Mm -hmm. and they are rocking and rolling. I mean, they're they're cranking out tons of food here. Seriously. They've got a traditional Vietnamese beef pho. They've got a char siu pork udon. They've got shrimp and coconut curry rice noodles. Those are so good. And they're gorgeous, but what we opted for was the plant-based option, which is the tofu pho with enoki mushrooms and Thai basil. And this is beautiful. It is beautiful. You can see the 
the peppers are the rings of red peppers. I think those are Fresnos. That's what they look like without tasting it first. How's the broth? The broth has got a spicy kick to it. It's got uh, a, a nice, um, rich umami flavor and a hint of tartness to it, which I think is really pleasant. Mm. And But it also has an earthiness. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is really good. Uh, I love pho anyway, and I'm also a, a big fan of, of Thai flavors. So when you start talking Thai basil and spice and, and, and all, you can't you can't beat it. The enoki mushrooms, I think, are, are probably my favorite bit of this dish, though. I love yeah? them. I mean, these are the... They're tiny. Yeah, these are the, the long-stemmed mushrooms with a tiny, with a tiny cap. Yeah. They're very often used in stir-fries. Mm. Uh, you see them a lot in, in noodle houses and in dishes like this. And they have a nice, mild earthiness to them. Almost a meatiness. Yeah. But this, this broth's got some kick. This is no joke. Yeah. Well, it had a... It looked like sriracha. Hot, a little dollop. Of hot sauce. I don't know if it's sriracha. I didn't ask, but... Yeah. But it... But I think everything together and, and, and the and the chilies. I think if you get the tofu, the tofu is plain on its own. Yes. I think tofu is unremarkable. Yeah. The broth. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go. The broth, though. I, I'm loving the broth. But what were you gonna say about the tofu? Mm. Tofu tends to take on, you know, in a soup. I think if you can create the perfect bite, this is like a perfect bite scenario. You can have a little bit of the pepper, a little bit of the mushroom, a little bit of the noodle and broth with the tofu, then it creates a hearty bite, and that's what the tofu is there for. What do you think of the noodles? The noodles are, well... I, have, I haven't had them yet. They're, they're cooked perfectly, I think. These are like a flat rice noodle, mm -hmm. a thin flat rice noodle. Yeah. Actually, they're like al dente. Oh, you're right. Which I think is perfect. Yeah, this is really nice. It has some spice. If you like spice, and you like the earthiness of mushrooms, and the, that yeah. And you're looking for a plant-based option. I, mm -hmm. I, I would yeah. love to taste my way down this menu. Everything that they, they have on their menu this is, is something that I would yeah. order on yeah. a, you know, a day out where we stop by a noodle house. Yeah, this this would be, yeah, this is great. I'm sure the other dishes are quite delightful that are, um, that have meat, shrimp, chicken. And I also think for the size of the portion you're getting here, this might be one of the best values here at 550. the- 5.50. The only thing I can say is, you know, I mean, it's Florida, it's a warm day. You yes. must, you might not be in the mood for soup, so it may not be the first plant-based option you would go for. Agreed. Now, if you come to the festival on a cooler day or a rainy day, mm -hmm. then this might be just like the whole this would be a nice feed comfort. your soul kind of thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. So absolutely, it's good nonetheless. Even though it's a warm day, it's still yeah. Good. The, the The broth is so light that that's nice. I like spicy food on a on a warm day. Mm. I where where I like say I, I would go for this as opposed to chili. This had that lighter broth is, mm -hmm. is easier for me on a hot day. I don't if it's one of the first booths you come to. It's not going to weigh you down. 
as you continue around the world showcase. Exactly. So, so a new addition, the Noodle Exchange. Very promising dishes. Winner? Yeah. All right. On to the next one. Who knew it would be that good? <laughs> it is, I think, just absolutely insane that for like i i said the the noodles are some of the best bang for your buck at the entire huge of at, at the entire world showcase and i know how delicious ours were and i'm looking at the other noodle options there oh. i could literally eat my way down the menu there. i think that a couple of our patrons messaged us about the noodle dishes at the noodle exchange and how we needed to get the ones that were like the beef ones. Uh huh. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. And and we I'm dreaming of it. And we not only had the slider from Earthies, but we went back and got the chili as well. We did. And we didn't record any kind of hot take. The for chili that. is absolutely but, fantastic as well. Yeah. So you can't you can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Check these places out when you're making your way around the 2021 Epcot Food and Wine Festival. I think you're oh. going to be very happy. Oh, so good, but. Before we go on, we do want to take a moment to say thank you to all of our patrons. Mm-hmm. You guys and ladies out there <laughs> are really helping support the show in a, in a way that goes beyond the $2, $5, or $10 each month that you guys are donating. Yes. At patreon.com slash Podcast, we have those three different levels that you mentioned. And your contributions have allowed us to deliver a better show in 2021 and into 2022 is going to be some amazing stuff. Yeah, we are making plans for a race calendar. We're making plans for format changes. We're making plans for additional patron patronage levels. Yes, we, I know we've talked about that we uh, have, over and over. But. We have lots of ideas. Once now that our lives have settled down a little, and, bit. a little bit, we're getting there. We're bringing you guys more stuff. We're excited to get back out on the road and traveling and showing you places to accomplish, explore, and indulge. You guys are helping make it possible. It's true. And patrons, when you when patrons first sign up, they get a special thank you message from us in the mail. Insiders at the highest level get a look behind the scenes, get access to exclusive video footage, have access to special interviews before they're released on the podcast feed, and more. Look, the show itself is always going to be free. But if you want to help support the show and help get more of the content that you guys love... Go to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and pick one of those three levels. Or for those of you using Podbean, Mm -hmm. tap the reward button at the top of the Podbean app to become a patron. All the same levels of patronage are right there. You don't ever have to leave the app. As always, we want to thank everyone for all the ways you support the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Now, listen, I'm, I'm wrapping up. The 75 hard challenge. Yes. And listen, I'm here with you. I, I I was, I was saying that to the, to the listeners, but it, it was difficult to bypass some of the amazing food that was there because the the plant-based stuff was incredible. Don't get me wrong. 
delicious. But I am a meat eater at heart, even I though. I want <laughs> the food from Canada we've covered on the show before. <laughs> Looking at you, the mushroom and filet with the, the butter. And the and, beer cheese soup. Oh, yes. my God. Okay, sorry. But in addition to the amazing food and, and the fact that there are meat-based dishes out there that I really, really want, there yes. are incredible beverages and beers offered all around the world showcase beer and, and wine and mimosas and just yes mixed drinks uh-huh. you name it cocktail the, the the chefs in the different pavilions are have put together mm-hmm. absolutely incredible stuff that the, those beers that they selected oh from a, an astounding number of breweries yeah they are really picking some fantastic craft beer select wines and from all over and tasty cocktails of course we however because amy is being as supportive as she's being she f- decided to forego those items yes in spite of the fact by the I way did. even did. if you're not into those things that we've just talked about we it doesn't have to be alcoholic they have no. amazing alcoholic options yes they have Great alcoholic options that we can't wait to get back to next year or in the future or at Flower and Garden Festival. Any one of the festivals all year round at Epcot. But non-alcoholic options are becoming more and more plentiful as well. And or, creative. Or that we have just now noticed them being a part of this challenge. Like in China. And I think that we had something in China like this. The this. one that I, the one that we had, I believe, had a lychee. Okay, lychee, lychee, lychee. I don't know. I'm but I butcher anything. What but they what they have this year? The mango bubble milk tea. The Assam. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Black tea, whole milk, and mango syrup. We couldn't have it because it was milk based. But I, I'm a fan of boba tea, though. I yeah. it, it's I that's one of those things. It's a it's a it's a textural thing. I enjoy the tapioca pearls. Yeah, I it's strange and satisfying at the same time. Yeah, it's weird. And and every now and then, I, when I'm not on this challenge, I'll get one. I, yeah, it's just a, it's and apparently a thing amongst teenagers. It's like a trend. It's picked up. Yeah. Oh, yes. Gained in huge in popularity Apparently. here. But that's not all. They have, no. they have a lot of other options, too. A, a strawberry smoothie at the donut box right there by Test Track. We've never been on Test Track. We rode Test Track and saw that. Yeah. Donut Box is a relative newcomer to the Food and Wine Festival. I believe <laughs> this one, this is their uh, second year. Second year that I recall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because they maybe third, maybe third year, but they're a relative newcomer. And they also had a, something over at uh, the Appleseed Orchard. Yeah. Now, that, as far as I remember, was in that beautiful pavilion, like where La Cellier is, and where I just can't go without thinking of. La Fin du Monde, and, ah. and how much I want that at that beer cart with the popcorn and Moosehead, the celebratory beer. Rhonda Lee always says there are other beers up there that she can introduce us to. Shout out to Rhonda Lee. Mm-hmm. But Moosehead and all that, and I'm, I'm so sorry. 
The Appleseed <laughs> Orchard, right there at La Cellier in that beautiful pavilion, had a couple of different options that were non-alcoholic. The Orchard Frozen, the Appleseed Orchard Frozen Apple Pie, and then the Cinnamon Apple Cider. Yes. And I just, they're, they're very plentiful, those options. So it, I'm interested in those apple seed orchard offerings. When we came by those booths, they were slammed. And I think that they had run out of almost everything. At the apple seed, yes, or, orchard. <laughs> yeah, it was kind. Of, it's a good problem to have, but it, it made for some disappointed park goers. Mm-hmm. So instead, we ended up getting our beverage. Yes, over at Earth Eats, we did. And this is a spiced apple twinnings brand chai tea. Chai tea, and they. Basically serve this one of two ways. With whiskey. And without. And without. And it's sweetened. It is sweetened. Yeah. And it's sweetened either way, but then there's a part with whiskey, and I really want that. But this version without the alcohol was quite flavorful. Cinnamon and sweetness. It was also very refreshing. I'm, I'm I'm a fan of chai. No, yeah. again, it has a spice to it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a, a very seasonal thing. Flavor that makes you think of holidays or mulled wine, or that's how I feel about yeah, it. Yeah, it's usually a combination of things like cinnamon, nutmeg, clove, or allspice. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the tea, usually a black tea, and I, I, I it's very warming. Yes, if especially if you make it hot. This this particular cocktail mocktail. Drink. Well, I guess the drink is served iced, mm-hmm. and then they give you a cinnamon stick. Yes, to stir it with. Fancy. It is very fancy. Garnish. Very simple, but delicious. Yes. And it was one of those those things that sip on that with or without the whiskey and mm-hmm. enjoy it very much. Although, I think so. Uh, we we did have the opportunity to meet up with Main Street Miles Meg, and she was kind enough to to taste and evaluate the with she, whiskey version she and her husband us. brian gave their full review said highly recommend and we we can't thank them enough for meeting up with us and celebrating and shout out to both of them brian for the 10k and meg for the challenge doing the 10k and the half and they're just amazing people and we can't wait to have the, the whiskey-based version that you highly recommend. Whether you're going to go alcoholic or non-alcoholic, ultimately there are plenty of options all around the World Showcase. Mm-hmm. And this is, of course, we're, we're leaving out, of course, your your standard standard fare, your sodas, water, coffee, and, and by the way, plenty of great coffee options from Joffrey's oh, yeah. all around. For sure. And you know what I like, though? They have... Oat milk, they have almond milk, they have... I don't know how recent that is. I don't know, but but they do. It was nice that you had your option if you wanted to get a coffee from Joffrey's and maybe you're wanting to avoid... Lactose. Lactose. Yeah. Yeah, so you can go with oat milk or almond milk, either one. I really like the the buttery quality of the 
oat milk. Oh, for coffee, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I like it a lot. But anyway, the cider <laughs> for or the 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 chai cider tea thing. Oh, it reminds you of cider it, flavors. I, I, actually, I was going to say that's that's, that's the reason why. Yeah. It, it right there. It 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 screams apple cider, even though it did not have apple cider. It's so good, good. stuff. It, it actually is, and that makes me want to go buy some from the store, which I think is the whole point. <laughs> so, so good on you, Twinnings. Your your it's marketing ad- worked. Your marketing and advertisement was a success in this house. <laughs> Just wait. So, all right. That's it. That's it. Uh, Next week, we are going to be talking about the 10K. We're going to be bringing you additional food and beverage from the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival 2021. Mm. In the meantime... We want to know about your accomplishments or the accomplishments of others that you want us to share. We mentioned this at the top of the show. Yes. Please shout out yourself or another member of the Runcation Nation or somebody you're wanting to invite into the Runcation Nation. Ab- what a great way to introduce them to the podcast. Say, you need to check this, these people out. They're talking about you. Yeah. So email us. Email us in written form or attach an audio file to the email at info at runeatdrink.net. That's info at runeatdrink.net or go old school. Call us and leave us a voicemail. Yeah. 941-677-2733. That's 941-677-2733. Thank you guys so much for listening. For joining us on your long run, your commute to work, around the house, or wherever you are. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe and well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.